All right. It's episode 208. I'm out of 84. As always, Adam the Mel to the left of me at his blockbuster video location. That's right. It's been a couple weeks. It's actually just the first show we're doing this year. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So. A little rusty. We're back. Better. We have a guest next week. And then uh, you and I have to talk about changing the day of the show after that. Only because uh, I am no longer working Saturday, so I had to take up Wednesdays. So we got some options, but I fear we, yeah. we can come up with an idea. So Tuesday or Thursday, obviously, would probably be. Uh... So it don't work on Tuesday. So Thursday is probably the best day, I think. That's yeah. what I was thinking, Thursdays. Yeah, we can do that. All right. So it's official. We're moving the show to Thursday, not next week, but two weeks. Cool. That was That's easy good. enough. Yeah, it's yeah. Really work of two people on a show because then you, when you have to, you don't have to really bring too many people in. To yeah, people I, I mean, I was gonna say Monday, but I know you work Mondays too. But no, like no, Monday's Monday. Monday. Yeah, but Monday's yeah. a Monday. But Mondays <laughs> suck because, like, if there's a holiday, we're like, yeah, Monday sucks. Yeah. Thursday works. I like Thursday. Yeah. Okay. All right, and actually, Thursdays work good because we have decided to bring the show live, like which we we're gonna do at a location, and then Omicron came. Um. Yes. And didn't do well, but then it delayed everything. So we will be bringing this show live to a location at you at least once a month. So that'll be nice. You can come. We've been talking about that for like years. Yeah, I mean, I was ready to pull the trigger like pre Thanksgiving, but like everything just fucking got got kooky, you know? Yeah, bananas. Yeah, so it's been a couple weeks. Last time we had, we had a gangster or son of a gangster on the show. That's right. Remember, yeah, he was like, he was good shit. He's actually up here in Boston. I think he's uh, he's up here this weekend. So check it Already? out. Already? Fuck, time flies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, and, uh, you know, all that good shit. So if you watch, like I said, if you watch on Instagram right now, I know a bunch of, we got a bunch of people live right now. Just go click on the link in the bio of the uh, Instagram uh, page and you get to the Facebook page and you watch us live. Um, and we're going to be starting some other stuff. We're going to be, once the office is all done, it's going to be really great. I can't wait. You know, now that I have Saturdays off, I have time to do shit, you know? Yeah, good for you. But uh, this is the first show of 2022. Um, interesting because we've been doing, or I've been doing a, one, some form of the show since 2005. So we're at like 17 years now. Yeah. And, uh, we're still doing this. So. And we're still yeah, not making good. money, which is really successful. So that's always a good thing, you know. So that's that's good that you're moving days, though. I feel like uh, yeah. back a little bit. I feel like I feel like Mondays when I see you, you just like <laughs> you're not really like I don't know. You're there, but like you're I feel like but you're just like kind of I don't know what the word I want to use is like just I don't know <laughs> like working the weekends kills me because by exactly yes yeah, so Monday you're Saturday, a zombie. When I leave Saturday morning, which is really Sunday morning, at like 2 o'clock in the morning, I have already put in 82 hours of work that week. So Sunday is essentially a decompression day. But mm-hmm. if I have to do stuff, because I still have obligations around the house, I guess. Of course. Um, it's not really a day off. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's like, so like the closest thing I have to not have to do anything is Monday morning when we go into the office. Which is nice. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. I feel like your momentum builds as the week goes on right. in the office. Like Monday, you're kind of like, yeah, I hate <laughs> like you're I'm just exhausted yeah, from life. And the then look you, on your face, right? And then like, it's not, I don't mind because my, my old work schedule at night used to be Tuesdays and Thursdays, which was the 
to piss it because I never have to, I never had to take time off because if I did anything like a long weekend, it was either going to be the Friday or the Monday. I never have to miss work. So yeah. I'm close there. So I'm like, I'm, this is pre pandemic. This is too, we've been doing this for fucking two years via this, this, this thing called the Zoom. Um, that's a crazy, it's been that fucking long. But um, wow. yeah, so I'm almost back to where I was at this point. And then the good thing is I can pick up some OT on Saturdays once we get busy again. So it actually will supplement some income, which would be nice. So that's the game plan. Uh, we'll see how it goes. You know what I mean? It is what it is. And also, if you are watching us on Instagram and you don't want to watch the live show, just go to uh, YouTube. You go to uh, Rumble. You go to um, Spotify, iTunes. There's a bazillion different ways to watch the show if you don't watch it live. So there is. there's plenty of it. So I I would like to talk about our little planned excursion in wait. July. And Six months from yesterday. Isn't that yes. fucking? And we're already counting on the days. I know. Um, so let me just get give a little insight here. So the other day, Artie says, you know, or actually, it was actually Eric who t- threw it out there first. Which is funny that he said, well, I was thinking it prior. Okay, so he yeah. was, he said it first. Well, give him he credit threw it out that. in the group text first. Right, but I had been doing some backdoor research for like the last week, prepping, yeah. till, you know what I mean? But I didn't want to do anything too premature because if it wasn't going to work out that way, I was kind of like, well, I don't want to waste a trip out there for no one or waste the trip out there for like, you know what I mean? It was, it, I wanted to be, make sense, right? Like, like, you know, so yeah, yeah. Continue. So, so we're going to the baseball hall of fame in July right. to see or David Ortiz be inaugurated or whatever you want to call it into the hall of fame. Right. Uh, sworn in, whatever. Sworn fuck, in, right? yeah. So anyway, so, you know, this is group text going on and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. So whatever. Right. So then Eric says, yeah, you know, bring the whole family. And right. how his girlfriend, you know, will, will kill him because mm-hmm. it was her idea first. Right. And immediately I text back this. This isn't a guy trip. Right. <laughs> like, and yeah. then it kind of went quiet. You know, I had a little sidebar going on. And, um, just to give you some reference, the Hall of Fame induction, it's, it's July. It's either 24th or 25th. Whatever the Sunday is um, at that point, I will have a, a seven week old. So I will say, I don't know how you managed to pull that off, but kudos to you. <laughs> well, so I, you could, where's you, the trade off? Well, there's always a trade off, right? So yeah, exactly. It's, it's a game of playing. Uh, it is. You, it's, it's give or take. Right. So I know that if I do ask for this, this is the trip for the year. Right. So like I, I can't ask for any more. You know, so this is going to be a good trip. It's going to be fun. It's not yeah. like I could be like, hey, you know, because usually when we do the Patriots trip and stuff, Sue comes along. So it's like a, it's a big blown weekend. So it's it's fun. Um, but there's really no other thing. We're, we're, we're talking we're talking about like March, the hockey thing. But then that kind of it looks like yeah. it's going to fall through um, just because of scheduling issues and shit. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like two and a half days. Think about yeah. it. Right. It's like, you know, in. I don't. Know. I mean, it's just if she wants to take a weekend off, then I'm, I'm cool with just hanging off the kids for the weekend. I know whatever. We'll fucking figure something to do. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't mind. I I actually prefer if she wants most of the time. It'd be fun. Um, <laughs> I mean, no, but like, there's two different. The thing is, with the whole Eric situation. In my mind is there's two right. different kinds of trips. There's the relationship kind of trips you take right. with your significant other, yeah. and then there's like if you can, you know, you get away with the guys or the girls, yeah. right? And I was the. It's like what? Now I don't know how. Like you and me were talking about is play stupid and see yeah. where this goes. Right, right. Now I'm like confused how this dynamic will work. Cause I feel like then the kind of 
the the guy drinking loud stuff might have to be toned down a little bit. And Eric's not going to be himself because he's going to, she's going to have to, you know, I, I'm just like, my mind now is like, what's going to fucking happen? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's definitely different environments if you bring it. It's like bringing, like I like the analogy, bringing sand to the beach. Like you don't want to bring sand to the beach because there's already sand there. Exactly. And it's not like we're going to do anything that's going to get us arrested. I mean, mm-hmm. there's always a probability of something could happen that we could get arrested. But I mean, typically, as we get older, we're approaching you and I to our 40s and Eric to his 50s. Um, I feel like we have toned down a tad bit than if we were 10 years ago. That's With true. that said, which is anything is possible. Adults, but you know? also, if this is any trip that a girlfriend is going to let you go on, it's probably the most innocent trip. Ever. We're going to the middle of fucking middle of New York in farm country. Orange. There is nothing. If you don't understand what Cooperstown is like, there is literally nothing for a good hour and a half away. Like with the town we're staying at, Utica is about a half hour north, and it's it's considerably a small town. It's a college town. There's like a like a um a way you call it one of those New York State Universities there, I guess. But in like in retrospect, it's not a big town. It's like a small town. So like there's literally nothing. It's it's not like yeah. we're going to like Vegas. Or New Orleans or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Miami, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, we're going to Cooperstown, New York. This is this is the trip of any if any, any ladies out there. If your husband asks or your boyfriend asks you to go to Cooperstown, it is literally the most guy trip ever because most girls aren't really that. Some girls are into baseball, but they're not that into baseball. Like this yeah, is like a four hour drive. No. Right. This is like an extreme baseball trip because this is like you're not just going to baseball. You're not going to see a game for three hours. You're going to you're in you're in, you're throwing yourself into a situation in which you're like you go into a town that completely is dependent on the economy of the town is baseball. Right. Yeah. Especially this weekend of the year. It's the biggest weekend that they have. Um, And they're only open really between like, I don't know, like April to like. I know they shut everything down at Labor Day. I was down there Labor Day a couple of times and that was the last day. They were just giving booze away Labor Day weekend because that's they're going to wow. shut down for the week, for the summer, for the, for the winter rather. Um, so there's literally nothing going on out there. It's it's literally guys just hang out. They talk to other guys about baseball stories and they, they share stats and they everyone gives their opinion who should be in the Hall of Fame and who shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame and why they shouldn't be in there. And then there's like young guys and there's like middle-aged guys and there's old guys and it's a bunch of dudes yeah. talking about baseball. It's for most it's people. Who don't, yeah, for me, I love it. For most people who don't like who are an average or a casual baseball fan, this might be very uh, boring for you for three sausage, days. Sausage, sausage fest. Yeah. <laughs> sausage fest 2022. But it's, a, it's the environment <laughs> where you bring like generations of like people, right? Like the grandfathers yes. bring their grandsons and they, you know, I remember this guy and it's just, it's a very, uh, how do you say it? A very uh, particular weekend, right? It's not for everyone. It's not one of those things. You know what I mean? Like I went to the um, inductee of the uh, NFL Hall of Fame back in uh, 2018. And like, uh, you know, Erlacka went in and Randy Moss went in and stuff like that. And um, the guy from uh, Ray, uh, Ray Lewis went in. And there was like grown men hugging each other, like, like thoroughly, like in, in like, in tears because like the players are telling stories about their career and like games they won. And there were like some hardcore fans there and they were just really like getting like, they were going back to 10 to 20 years ago when they used to watch them play and stuff. And it was really like, and it's like a dude moment. It was, it was like 90% dudes, 10% chicks. Then the chicks that were there were either like weird diehard football fan chicks or like, they were like, they were there with their husbands or boyfriends yeah. kind of like an obligated trip, you know? Hmm. But, um, you know, you have your family trips, you have your guy trips, you know, 
I'm going to Aruba next February. So like, nice. you know, it's going to be a nice family trip down there. So we're so going to Florida. a year from now, huh? You're already counting down a year from now. Well, huh? we had a wedding to go to. It's a, ah. it's a, it's a destination wedding for little the redhead, Shannon, we all know. Oh, okay. So uh, we're using it as an excuse to get away. Fuck yeah. Do it up, man. It's either going to be with the kids and then my parents are going to come and watch them. And they, they'll have a vacation, too. Or it'll be uh, just me and her going on for four days and enjoy stuff. So it's going to be one way or another. So you need time. You need time to plan that out. for sure. I mean, we are going to Florida as usual in March, like typical. But uh, that's a lot of, you know, spring break at 37 ish. Hmm. I mean, I'm not doing much different. In other words, I'm just not picking up chicks. And I wasn't very successful for the years prior to that. So. You know, I mean, baseball, I'm just going to watch baseball, just go see some spring training baseball. That's all it is. I will say those situations make you delusional and thinking that you could pick up chicks. Like you see the yeah. cop girl, like, oh, yeah, if I could, I'd, I'd get that girl. But in reality, yeah. would you? Probably. Not. I mean, <laughs> but in your head, you're like, I know I could. No, fuck, you couldn't. <laughs> especially the, like, the idea of spring break, too, because it's like you're going down there. If everyone has the same, like, objective, right? At that point, like you're 19, 20 years old, everyone's just trying to, you know, grab a chick or whatever yeah and the girls know that this is happening so this is like fishing for them in a barrel or they can get any guy they want it doesn't really matter to them and if they didn't want it, and most of them and like how many times you go down there like, oh i have a boyfriend like we met these girls years ago me and uh joey and uh his brother anthony were down there and these girls were from like like fucking wisconsin or michigan or some fucking midwest state or whatever like that and half of them had boyfriends yeah. and it's just like what are you gonna do we just fucking Ring around the rosy for fucking two hours. Like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, I will say traveling abroad, though, is a little bit of a different story, because when you go to like uh, something like, you know, like spring break every this is so many people. But when yeah. you're a guy, even even if it's a foreign guy coming to America, but like it doesn't mm. matter if you're just a foreigner like me traveling abroad, like I'm a lightning rod because I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm what a guy who, let's say, from France or Italy Ooh. would be coming here. Girls would be like, oh, he's exotic. But as an American, it's like, oh, this guy is exotic. I have never not had an opportunity traveling abroad. Never. Well, yeah, it, it, you know, it, and to an extent, I've had the same opportunity, not spring breakish, but when I go one of my baseball road trips back in the day and stuff like being from like northeast, being from Boston. Smaller. Yeah. Right. And you go into like fucking, I don't know, give me an example. I was out in uh, maybe Arizona, right, for a baseball game or something like that or like you know, some small watching a double A team in fucking Reno, Nevada, right? Put it that way. Yeah. People don't expect people to be from Boston to go and go see a fucking Reno, you know, triple A or double A team ball play. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, it's an interesting situation because you can, uh, you, you, or like, even if you go to like these small towns down the Carolinas and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, so you're, you're kind of like a foreigner to them, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, when you go to spring you're break, gone. right? Yeah. You go to spring break, everyone's just trying to get laid. And it's just like a fucking sausage fest, you know? Yeah, it's too many. I don't think I've ever was successful on a spring break, to be honest with you. Well, I did actually. No, it's a lie because I did date a girl for two and a half years. I met at a mobile gas station on spring. That's break. true. Yeah. So yeah. I guess you could say I did have some success in my younger days. My I was 20 years old scoring abroad at a mobile station. Put that on my, <laughs> my book. Yeah, that worked out real good. That was a very that was probably the most toxic relationship I had ever been into in my life. That's like one of those relationships where you could see yourself like getting arrested for something stupid, like a domestic that like an argument that goes too far. Right. Is that the one that stabbed you in the leg? That's right. And threw scolding hot coffee on our friend Joey Monaco's brand new white sweater. 
Joey's like the nicest guy in the world. I don't the know. know. There's a problem with you if you throw in co- coffee at Joey. I can, I can say this up for you. We're at the Dunkin' Donuts in Revere, which is now an easy pie with a Holly Davidson places over <laughs> in that pocket one. And uh, Joey and I had, she was going to come up and then we got into an argument. I told her, don't even bother coming up. It's not even worth it. When you just you know, come see you next weekend. So Joey and I met up at the Dunks. It was a hangout. Me and the all the me and the Joes. I said there was four Joes, all four Joes, and, I, and myself. We'd all hang out at the uh, at the Dunkin' Donuts. And there was an Adam. There was another Adam before you. Yeah. You guys never crossed paths, which is weird. It's like we lost one Adam, we gained another Adam. There you go. And <laughs> yeah, the Adams never met. <laughs> and uh, we were sitting. There. I told her not to go, but she assumed I was at the Dunkin' Donuts because that's what we would usually be because we couldn't drink. We we're twenty years old, so it's like we're gonna go. We we'll go to Dunkin' Donuts and hang out. We we're friends with the uh, the. Uh, Moroccan guy that ran the place and he would you know we had nice some conversations and whatnot uh, so she she I all remember sitting there and I could see her cow pull up and I was like oh like she found me now she had to drive two and a half hours to get to this point it wasn't like it was like a casual drive two towns over it was a state and a half over so she drove all the way up here from Connecticut like almost New York Connecticut and uh, she came in she's like I'm like hey what's up and she's like, that's all you have to say. I go, well, I go, told you not to come, but I'm like, we're well, here anyway. So like, you know, whatever. And she's like, why are you ignoring my phone calls? And I'm like, well, I was over with my friends. Obviously, we're here. We're sitting here. It's like, I'm not like I'm with anyone else. And then she's yelling at me and stuff like that. And there's a coffee on the table. And she goes to like throw the coffee at me. And like as she does it, she like hits the, the chair. And it like ends up on Joe. It wasn't directly on Joe. I should say that oh, okay. it was aiming for me. But like Joe was the casualty. He had a, he, and he, I remember all night long he was talking about this like brand new sweater he was wearing. It was like a wool white. It was literally like white as snow. And That's he was okay. all excited about it. It was like he was just talking to sweater up. He must have just got it at like at some store, Macy's or something like that. And yeah, um, yeah and then the sweater was uh, tarnished. Never to be worn again. I never seen the sweater on again. He, uh, we could probably ask him what, whatever happened to that sweater. But yeah. And then the stabbing of the leg and the pushing out of a moving, moving vehicle. And then all that. Oh, the Canadian situation. That was fun. I don't think I ever told you that story. We all drive up to Canada, to Montreal. And um, we're with a bunch of friends with, uh, with uh, Joey P and uh, his wife, who at the time was his girlfriend and a bunch of our Everett friends and stuff. And um, she starts having an episode at this bar. We're at this nightclub. And you know that song, he yelled gasolina. Let yeah. me yell gasolina. Gotta get a gasolina. Right. Yeah. So they had so this this group had one song. This was their only song. So we're at this this nightclub and they were coming out just to perform this one song, and that was it, and they were gonna leave. So she starts arguing with me prior to them going up on stage. So she goes on, so she's arguing with me. We leave the area where they were gonna perform to another room. Now we realize we're like 15 people. It's a big group of us. We took like four cars, five cars up there. Mm. Starts arguing, then realizes she misses the gasolina song and then loses her shit and starts screaming and yelling. So to the point where like security is looking at her like this girl's like a liability. Now you're gonna mention we are like 20 years old. We're not even 21 yet. We're up been drinking in Montreal. Mm. And um so I think the best thing in the situation is to remove ourselves from the situation. I'm like, oh, why don't we just, why don't we go to, let's go head back to the hotel. Let's get out of here. And she's screaming and yelling to the point where we get to the hotel room that we're sharing with other people that aren't there yet. And she's losing her mind screaming that security comes up. And I'm like, all right, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to get arrested and be put in a Montreal jail. 
So I ended up just leaving. I just left the room. I don't know what happened the rest of the night. I slept in my costume wearing the pocket crutch. That's a smart move. Yeah. Well, I mean, because you're in a foreign country and like, yeah, don't. Yeah. Right. I don't know the rules up here. I'm not here to cause trouble. I like, you no. know, most, as probably yourself and most people, when they go to a foreign land, they like to abide by the land, the laws of the land. It's well, not your turf. Yeah. Right. It's not your turf. It's your, uh, you're a visitor. You're a guest in their house. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't go to your friend's house and piss on their, you know, rose bed. Yeah. It's like, well, even if you don't agree, it's not your turf. So right. you just abide by their laws. You, you have, no, I hate no, those idiots. Right. Like, well, we don't do that where I'm from. Right. Like, yeah, well, we're not where you're fucking yeah. from. You, you don't know? live there. You're a visitor. Yeah. Yeah. There and you're not you don't have you know one's telling you you have to stay there. If when it's done, it's done, you leave, you call it like yeah, I didn't really like that place or I love that place. It's as simple as that. Fucking Americans. I mean, people do that state by state. I get people up oh, in Boston yeah. who are like, we don't have an happy hour where I'm from. We have a happy hour. I'm like, well, that's great. I'm like, yeah. why don't you go into a time machine to 1984 and contact Governor Dukakis and ask him, you know, why his wife drinks rubbing alcohol because she's an alcoholic. <laughs> And maybe that's why we got rid of the happy hour. And just it's just a theory. But I mean, who, who am I to say? Yeah. So I so that was a situation. Then she argued with me all the way back to Boston. Nice five hour drive, you know. So horrible. So that was so that's why you don't meet girls on spring break. I should probably should send, as we sum that up right now. That's probably why you don't do that. It's, it's a bad idea. Uh, um, I was just skimming through some of the news articles here, and I noticed that just yeah, it's like we all know how fucking cheap asses the NFL are. Like they're yeah. finally going to start paying dancers now after a backlash. This is crazy. It was like a volunteer, right? <laughs> it's it is kind of insane. silly. Like it's a multi-bazillion dollar company, right? Yeah. And you have these grown women, and they're only allowed to dance, I think, for like four years. I think that's the max. And but they do get a perk. The perk is that they have two season tickets that they can give to like a spouse or a family member that they can use for the games. So like I remember when Eric was dating this girl, she was trying out to be a cheerleader for the Patriots. He was all excited because he was gonna if she made it, she was gonna get two season tickets and for a couple of seasons, whatever like that. But like it is kind of like and they don't let them. They don't come in away games. They only go in home games, right? And then unless it's a Super Bowl, then they invite them to the Super Bowl. I mean, it's kind of weird that you're a grown woman wanting to dance for a, a fantasy, like a fake football, like I know a fake football team, but it's not like, a, you know what I mean? It's like, I guess yeah. a lot of them like school teachers and shit. Like they do it like because they're like we're into dancing back in the day. And this is like a hobby to them, kind of like what you and I are doing right now. Like this is a hobby kind of thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. But like they I mean, they, they should get a little bit of money thrown at them considering the guys. Well, you know, the guys that shoot the rifles at Gillette don't get paid either. Those are all voluntarily guys. Well, a lot of refs don't make that refs don't make that much money either. They like school teachers during the week and they get four out. Right. Yeah. yeah. So but, uh, I don't know. In, in 2018, um, the NFL generated more than 16 billion. <laughs> <laughs> so <Okay>. poor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they don't even pay their play as good. No. All the the owners are getting all the money. Like, yeah, it sucks. There's, the there's salary caps, right? There's there's contracts of incentives. Like, good yeah. for Tom making Gronk go back out there to get his, like, half a million dollar bonus because, like, like that's, like, because Brady's been in the league for so many, like, who the, if he did that as a rookie, they would be like, all right, sit down, rookie. But he's 20-something years into the league, and he's like, no, this is my best buddy. I'm going to get him the half a million dollars, so we're going back in. There's nothing no one can do about it. Yeah. So I have the nothing. The NFL got it right. The MLB got it right, I mean. Like, their, their union, yeah. their player union is fucking tough. I don't even know what's going on with that strike lately. 
Stone, Stone Strike. Strike. Yeah, it's yeah. and I don't even know what I know it has something to do with like the universal DH, which you know, my opinion on that, I'm really against that, but whatever. Um, the money for minor league issues for bring getting brought up from the minors for the period of time and you know, like the, I think it's like their retirement plan or something like that. I guess it's all it just seems like a bunch of bullshit. Like I feel like the players don't even I don't I can't even blame the players because it's it's the people who are in charge, like the guy who's in charge of the players union, he used to play for the Yankees. What the fuck was his name? Uh, I think he was a first baseman. But he's the like the president of the players union. And it's basically a pissing match between him and Manfred, just trying to figure it out, you know. The hell is his huh. name? The black dude played for the Yankees. He killed the Red Sox every time we played him. It would have been like mid two thousands to late two thousands. Sabathia? No, it was uh not Spanish dude. He was a regular just a regular black dude. Oh, fuck. Can't think of his name for the fucking life of me. If you Google oh. like uh Google um MLB plays union president, they'll pop up. And okay. when, oh. Once you see the name, you'll, you'll know. But um it's basically between him and Manfred, basically going back and forth bickering about shit. Uh oh uh Clark. Clark, yeah. yeah yes, yeah. yeah. Tony so, Clark. Tony Clark, right. So yeah. it's I don't know. Because if you're you, you figure if you're some like small paid player late making league minimum, you're not really benefiting from anything. You just want to play ball, you know. But mm-hmm. I didn't realize I was reading. I could say that Ortiz was a player to be named later. That's right. Isn't that fucking crazy? That. Yeah. He was like yeah. a nobody. Yeah. Well, hey, and then at 27, he just happened <laughs> to find his swing. <laughs> he was hanging off Manny Ramirez. That's it. We got him for like a bucket of balls, too. We didn't get him for anything. Pretty much. Yeah, he added it with Jason Giambi. He was platooning with Jason Giambi. Yeah. Like Jeremy need, Giambi. Sorry. We, we yeah. needed yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, we needed a yeah. first baseman, and he was available. And um, he, he figured it out, I guess. Whatever. It is what it is. I mean, like I said, anything between 1995 and like, what, 2009, maybe? Hmm. You got to figure that there's some kind of yeah. situation going off the baseball players for that 15 year span. I mean, I know you and I have talked about this and don't really care because right. it's like it was good for the game, but I can understand like if a player who was on the legit side made it to the Hall of Fame, I could understand him being pissed off. Right. You know? Yeah. But then you also got to look at it like, well, how many players, like how many players were going to be like, well, I'm going to go legit. And then that lasts like a year. And then like, fuck, I can't compete. So you got to figure at least most of the players would dabble in like a Pedroia. You probably not because he was not really known for a swing. He has wild, weird swing and he was a mud dog when he came up. So he was kind of like the oddity of it. You know what I mean? I, not, I don't think Griffey did. I don't think Griffey did either. And I, I think that and I, honestly, if he did, he wouldn't have been injured as much as he was. I think he would have been able to bounce back faster because towards the end of his career, when he was in Cincinnati, yeah. I think that's what inevitably killed him. His career was because he was injured all the time. Yeah. I think if he was on something that would enhance him, he would have been able to play more and probably longer. He uh, might have been one of the only few guys who wasn't because obviously his father was a player, right? For all those years. And he was kind of like a baseball purist. Yeah. And he probably seen it going around. I mean, you got to imagine he played with A-Rod in Seattle, which probably was dicking around for it for a little bit. You know what I mean? So it's like, maybe, yeah. maybe. Um, I don't think he did because if I think he did, he would have played longer because he would have yeah. been able to. 
kind of thing, you know? I don't think, I don't think this is always true, but it, it is true in the case that where if there's a player who, if they were always really good, then they were always really good from mm-hmm. when the farm system, I mean, like when they were first drafted out of right. school, always good all the way through, the then man. like it's okay, probably not. But like when you have a player who maybe started to teeter away right. and then get good again, we saw that in Clemens when he was exactly. right. right? Yeah. He, he was, he was kind of in the twilight of his career. That's where they got rid of him. Yeah, Duquette was right. He was, was kind of teetering downwards, and then all of a sudden found himself. David Ortiz, not yeah. much of a great hitter, right. twenty-seven, and he's a Dominican. He's yeah. probably actually older. Very thirty birth records. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just finds himself. Whatever. <laughs> but like baseball never caught them. Their tests were never positive for baseball. Right. It was that stupid fucking list, right? There was a list, so- and the list was only brought upon anyone because of uh, you know, and you had a uh, an irate player with uh, Canseco who, if he just kept his fucking mouth shut, probably would be in the Hall of Fame right now because no one, everyone will look the blind eye to it because if no one, if he never brought the attention to it, most people would have been like, oh, maybe something fishy was going on during that era. But no one really said anything. Everyone kind of looked the other way. We needed baseball to survive because baseball would have been gone. We wouldn't have baseball right now if we didn't have this. We wouldn't have the Maguire-Sosa race. We wouldn't have the Bonds kicking it out. You know what I mean? They certainly helped, though. The, the biggest example I can think of of somebody who definitely did it is Brady Anderson. Remember oh, Brady sure. Anderson? Right. That one fucking year out of nowhere hits like fucking 50 home runs. Yeah. The Orioles <laughs> go to the fucking playoffs out of nowhere. And he's like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna pull that stat up for right a third now. baseman hitting like fucking crazy. He's like, yeah, Brady Anderson was definitely, uh, you know, the um, uh, Jeremy Giambi. Um, you can cherry pick a couple of players that had a, a nice uh, a career, a, a year or two that they were like fucking killing it. Right. OK. All right. So Brady Anderson, let's go over this. He only only uh, hit it. OK, so we have in 2002, one home run, 2001, yeah. eight home runs. But these are bats are going up. 2019 home runs, 1999, 24 <laughs> home runs. OK, 98, 18 home runs. Yeah. 97. 18 home runs in 1996. He hit 50. Okay. Now you would think we're going down here. So that right. means he's probably, he probably got better when he was younger right. um, in 95, 16, right. in 94, 12 in 93, 13 home runs. Like that doesn't happen. Right. You know what I mean? Let's well, see. all right. So, well, all right. I'll give you 94. That was a half season. They, they, they cut the season okay. in June yeah. and 95. They didn't start till uh, May 1st, but okay. regardless, yeah, but it's after that fifty average, home run year, it's, it was it's still a lot of home runs to get one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he didn't even hit half that the next year, yeah. the next year, or oh, the next year. He never hit even half that ever again. Right. I mean, yes, <laughs> and that's like the years right there. You just said it, ninety six. That's when they needed baseball to come back. That was ninety five, yeah. ninety six. We came, they came back in like uh, May first of uh, ninety five to start the season after not losing half the year the year before, not having a World Series. You know, fucking the Montreal Expos because they should have won the World Series that year because they had the best fucking team in baseball. But nevertheless, um, so you, you do all this and now you're like, how would you save this sport? Because now you have the old timers who are watching it, but the young kids don't want to watch it. But we were the young kids. We wanted to watch it because it was so exciting to us. Right now, like our kids, our, the generation that we're supposed to be raising, you know, are they going to like it? Are they into baseball? I don't know. No. It's a, there's a huge gap there because I remember 
I'd go to the games and I'd, I'd talk to my grandfather and, and you know, it'd be 50 years between the two of us, you know, at least. And uh, his generation loved baseball. It was the thing to do. You know, he listened to it on the radio. You watch it. You go to the games and stuff. It was like it was a situation. You know, it was it was more popular than football in this area. It was more popular than, you know, hockey. You know, the Celtics gave him a little run for it during a while. But for the most part, baseball was the sport because everyone wanted to see him win the World Series. And they got so close so many times. And it was just like a girlfriend. that It was like a girl that you had a crush on that maybe she had a few drinks. And maybe this is the night you're going to bang her. And then <laughs> he says no. And then, you know what I mean? It happens every so often, right? It's like going to a class reunion, seeing the girl you had a crush on in high school 20 years later. You think you're going to get it. You know, you get into the hotel room and then she says, no, right. That's the Red Sox for you. Fucking cock tease. They were uh, 86 year cock tease. It's true. But I kept people engaged because people were really interesting because generations after generations would pass the stories on, you know, about the 70 socks and the 60 socks and the, and the 40 socks and the you know, how like we lost one of the best players for three years because he went to World War Two and flew airplanes and then he came back and has the best batting average in the history of baseball. It's like, OK. Those are the stories that people want to hear. Those are the, you know what I mean? No, it's true. Yeah, you're right. And like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if kids like baseball these days. I just don't know. I don't think they do. That's the sad part. Not to mention, it's very expensive to go to an MLB game. I'll give you that. It's it's not very affordable for families to go anymore. And I do see a lot of kids at minor league games when I go. And I go to a lot of minor league games because it's more affordable and it's a lot cheaper. And I do see tons of kids there in those games. And I don't know if it's just the parents trying to get the kids to do something for the day or if they really like thoroughly enjoy the game. But there are a lot of kids in minor league games. And I think the price, you know, gouging of major league baseball games does prevent a lot of kids to get into the game because they don't have the opportunity to go to the stadium. because It's so fucking expensive. You know, it's one thing if you and I go into the game and we're paying, you know, 50, 60 bucks for a ticket, but then you multiply that by four. You know, plus food, pocket, and all that shit. You and I could just, me and you would walk there, you know, a mile and a half, not a big issue, but you have a fucking three-year-old, you got to pay to park close, right? Mm -hmm. Can't take the train. I mean, it just adds up. It just becomes, it's like you're going to Disney. Might as well go to Disney World at that price, at pricing, right? (laughs) At least Disney World. You're just going to Fenway for three hours, right? And it's not like you go to the bars after and before and make a night out of it. It's like, it's, it's a little bit tough. So I understand that aspect. And I think that's probably why. It's not as popular, but in the same argument, though, the NFL is very popular and it's just as expensive, if not more and more of a hassle to get to a game. So I don't maybe there's too many baseball games. Maybe they should. Re- I, I always think they should go back to starting the playoffs Labor Day. Like you don't need to do this fucking and playing into November. I it's do really think that I do think the once a week buildup in the NFL helps. Like, just people oh, talking. yeah. You know? And I thought it was going to actually hurt a little bit this year because they had that extra game, but it really didn't. It really, it kind of barely noticed. Yeah. You didn't even notice. Yeah. You just, you couldn't even tell there was an extra game, to be honest with you. I mean, it just seems like there's just more football, I guess, which is, and I think losing the extra preseason game probably helped a little bit because now it's like, you're not so much like just a cock tease of the season starting. Hmm. But it is interesting, though, this year that there's a lot of teams in the playoffs right now who probably shouldn't be there. I mean, well, in, in, in the big picture, I should say, not this week, because now like the Rams and Casey probably should be there because of their. Yeah. But like Cincinnati, who the fuck knew Cincinnati was going to be there? They're a good team. Actually, they have a really good. They offense. are a good team. But yeah. like, it's just like the what do they call it. The, 
the compare not the comparisons, but the like week by week, any given Sunday type shit, right? The uh, yeah, anything could happen. Anything could happen, yeah. yeah. And then uh, the 49ers, right? Which on paper should be a good team, but didn't really pan out very well. But all of a sudden they got that they got they the got giant, fire, like the yeah. Giants did when they beat the Patriots those two times. They were the sixth seed going into the playoffs as a wild card weekend, and they come and beat the undefeated team in the Super Bowl. So it's like anything could happen, I guess. But any given True. Sunday, that's why you play the games. All right. Well, I'm going to say this right now. So now that 2021 is over, right. I have found a list of the um, the the funniest news stories that happened in 2021. Really? Some of these are pretty interesting. So in Michigan, a judge ordered parents who trashed their son's porn collection to pay him thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> how, how old was the son, though? I did thirty eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, real? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's like that's like uh, destruction of private property, right there. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like he's sixteen years old. After he left it, he left oh, it in their old. basement. And All he's right. Throwing it out. Thirty years old. Why are you leaving your point in your parents' house? That's like you and I. Like, like I have no property at my parents' house right now. Yeah. But I, I actually have my mom's property. Believe it or not, it's so much of my mom's shit and boxes. And yeah. Well, it's it's funny that happens because I know like. Pre-pandemic, when we moved into the house, I finally had a house that I could move stuff to. I did go into my parents' basement, and I did grab the few odds and ends I had laying around there that, like, no one really knew existed. Like, I had some books and, like, some, like, Lego sets and stuff like this that I had. I would, But porn would have been something that would have traveled with me through the years. I wouldn't have just left it in my parents' house. Yeah, and, I mean, what kind of kid would, like, sue their parent? Wouldn't you just be like, Dad, Mom, what the fuck? If you really liked it that much, you know? He's also 38, so, like, unless he was collecting this porn (laughs) early, like, like middle school days, like, you and I were were adapted to the online porn that was pretty much prevalent to us by the time we were, like, in middle school. So, like, was he, he, like, really serious into, like, the, you know, the printed material, which is, for him, like, maybe that's, like, we were talking about laser (laughs) At work, maybe that's like his laser. Okay, do you want specifics over what he had? Yeah, I'm actually curious. <laughs> what this pervert had. Uh, well, Beth and Paul working love their son. The couple was fed up with his extensive library of lust. This was no matter of a few magazines and films, but a trove of over 400 cassettes and 1600 DVDs. Wow. <laughs> what a fucking animal that kid is! Oh my god, that's a lot of porn. That's a lot. Why? Just go yeah. on the internet. Oh god. And because of the internet, you can like you can like watch like a 15 second clip, right? Like yeah. are you done then? DVD has to load, right? And like at least like online, it's like the greatest hits. It's like a minute and a half. It's a it's a half hour movie condensed down to like two minutes, so you can really get to the really good points. When you watch yeah. the DVD, there's so much like intro, and then there's like so much dead space, and you gotta find the chapters and you gotta get the and then VHS, forget about it. You gotta put that fucking tape in there, you gotta yeah get to the point where you gotta go vhs porn man god our next story is a london youtuber swore off men and then found love with her alien abductor (laughs) sorry like okay okay like a foreign like not like a human alien but like uh, from the other other oh she was abducted and fell in love with an alien okay (laughs) and was he like hanging out here or did she just have this like long lost love for the guy that adopted her and left her? Well, she was allegedly carried to a UFO by a bright green beam. She said she wasn't afraid, even as five tall beings resembling 
archetypical alien grace welcomed her inside a hilarious turn of revenge she even fell in love with one but was told their feelings were forbidden because they don't have genitalia from what i understand i, I, I mean it's so tough I, to bang an earthling if you don't have a fucking worm to I mean, every picture I've seen of a, of a gray has like nothing. Uh, they're not like they're like asexual beings, I guess. Or it could be like the cone heads where they used to fuck by putting their heads together. So maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Well, maybe talking uh, about like an algebra equation is their equivalent of getting a blowjob. If a girl starts going like if you take A and you multiply it by B and you subtract by five. <laughs> and the alien's going, yeah, it's some, some more algebra. I'm not sure if I believe in uh, alien greys only because like the, before Betty and Barney Hill, there was none really in history. Yeah. So, yeah, it's. I don't know what. It, it, it's an interesting question because I do. We, we, we go down this rabbit hole forever. Right. <laughs> like, like we do think there's stuff out there, but like, what does it look like? And what is it like? You know what I mean? Like, is it smart? It's got to be smarter than us at this point. Right. Because it's be able to travel from galaxy to galaxy because there's obviously we unless there is something maybe there's maybe who knows maybe there's someone living on like i don't know fucking satin right or no satin's supposed to gas so you really couldn't live there but say like mars right maybe there's, maybe there's people living on mars and we just don't know would they tell us if there's people on mars probably not right i don't know man but like a conspiracy requires everyone to be covered up and there's a lot of people involved so like they always say the numbers yeah right so who knows okay this one's Okay, so a naked woman drunk drove a golf cart through a SWAT standoff in Florida. <laughs> but it sounds like, okay, that's Florida. The woman was from Boston. <laughs> oh, nice. Which is believable, actually, because, you know, probably she was on vacation. She had a few too much. It's just coincidental that there was a SWAT standoff while she was drunk driving a golf cart, which seems to be like a lot of bad luck, I guess, at that day. Yeah. Because yeah. you figure if you're driving a golf cart, What's the odds that there's a SWAT stand up somewhere like because you're probably coming from a bar and I know they're like down in Florida. Naked, naked though. Oh, she's naked though. That's an interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the top of it. Yeah, I guess. Uh, hmm. Did she have anything to do with the SWAT standoff? Was she like, no, nothing at all. Nothing just, at it was all. just completely random, which makes it even odder. Like, exactly. Naked. Like, I know down there, like the drinking and driving in a golf cart is pretty like, ugh. I know it's a motor vehicle, but like, you know, they're usually in their own community. You know what I mean? Unless you killed someone, it's probably not going to be a problem. Yeah. But uh, to be naked and to get yourself involved into a police standoff seems to be a lot of bad luck that day, I guess. <laughs> so, oh, this one tops it, though. So a, a Catholic bishop resigned after falling in love with a satanic erotica novelist. Hmm. Okay. What does that mean? Um, clergyman, uh, 41 years old in Spain, devote citizen, found him an ideal representative of the faith of a modern era, leaving them all the more stunned when he announced his resignation in August 2021 after falling in love with a writer of satanic erotica. Uh-huh. Novel claimed to have had nothing but pure intentions when he contacted Sylvia Carabal. Her novels are filled with research into the occult and demonology, and Novel was hoping to be a more efficient exorcist. Rather than learn more about the subject, however, he fell in love with her and abandoned his post. I have fallen in love and want to do things properly. Was she down with it, though? Like, was she in love, too? Or is it just like he was? Uh, 
but admitted having undergone the practice himself on the colleagues and family. Because if he's obsessive for it, then like it's like you're throwing your like, career away to, for some brother that has no interest in you. That's kind of a bad move. Wait, this person's a dude. Is <laughs> it's, like, it's missing? I guess the guy. It's a guy. Oh, he fell in love with another dude. I guess so. Yeah, it's a yeah. The erotica novelist is a dude. Oh. Well, whatever. I mean. If they're in love, I guess. But if the other guy had no interest whatsoever and he just gave up his career, I think that's a fucking bozo move. But, you know, hey, who am um, I to fucking tell another person what to do? This sounds about right. A 90-year-old AT&T customer bought an ad in the Wall Street Journal to complain about his internet speeds. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> idiot. He bought an ad to complain about his internet speed. All right, let's just break, let's, let's break this down real quick because if he's 90... He's only had internet probably since he was 70, you know, give or take 20 years, maybe oh, even 30 years, maybe he had since he was 60, he had dial up. There's no way in fucking hell what he has now is slower than he had when he had dial up in 1993 on like uh, American online. Well, that, I, I'm hoping the ad cost him $10,000. Mm. <laughs> I'm hoping it was worth it. You're trying to take down the big guy. You know, you're going to take down a multi-trillion dollar company like AT&T with my $10,000 ad. It was like that line today we said at work, you know, it was, I think it was from Entourage. I'll gladly play $2 million to win back $100,000 or something like that. Like a ridiculous amount of money. All right. I haven't read this one, but just looking at the title, a drunk man reported missing in Turkey joined his own search party. For hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's disappeared. His wife is distraught. And then the 50 year old Turkish man had last been seen with friends on September 28th. They had all gone out together and spent the night drinking in the province of Brusa in Northwest Turkey before he vanished, only to reemerge helping out in his own search party. <laughs> so I would love to know how that went down. Like, what did. <laughs> Someone call him out who was searching me like, bro, aren't you the guy we're looking for? Or did he say, just kidding. Surprise. Yeah, I guess he slept in just some cabin in the woods. And when he woke up, there was like people all over the place and then, right. like, just walking around. He didn't know what's going on. And uh, just He's going to... <laughs> he volunteered to help him and unaware of anything. He just began. Oh, that's even better because <laughs> he didn't even know. Oh, yeah. he knew when he was fucking with people, like, oh, what an asshole. But if he didn't even know, oh, that's even better. Well, he became aware when they started calling his name out loud. <laughs> <laughs> that's so you can't make that up. That's that just weird. Drunk. <laughs> that's pretty good. Well, that's funny. The guy's the same fucking name as me. What? <laughs> what? You look well, that's weird. I'd be like, huh? I'd be like, Adi 84. Adi was born. When was he born? He's born eighty four too. Wow, the fuck! Like I met a couple oddies before, and I thought it was kind of interesting because it's not a very common name. But to want to be born with the same nickname? Yeah, you're the only person, Arthur, I know. I know Mm. Arthur's, but they're a lot older. Yeah, a lot older. Yeah, not a very popular name these days, you know. Yeah, but probably fifty years will be when I have grandchildren someday. Hopefully, they Arthur will probably be a very popular name. Yeah, everything comes I was back very around. surprised to find out that the top 10 names of 2021, Henry was one of them. It's weird how that works. It's like and you I think know, you're onto a name. Right. And I know of, other than my son, two other youngsters named the same name. Does that include your ex? That's one of them. Yeah. 
is interesting, but which I yeah, yeah. kind of odd. But... <laughs> I, I have a thought of theory about. It might have been a. There's a. It might have been the the husband's uh, relative or something like that. Maybe like that. I'm thinking, right? Probably. It it could have also been something that when you guys were together, you no. discussed names. That was never a name discussed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay then. Yeah. No, we were pretty inclined that when we have children, it was going to be Adi 4.0. Huh. Only because there was a line of bodies, including her father, that would have been into okay. that interjection. So yeah. we were pretty set on that name. And then I had sent the audible after the fact to the to, to name they chose. Um, it was Sue and I. And it was basically after, you know, my grandfather passed and stuff like that. And I thought it was... Uh, an interesting way to celebrate a name, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, it's probably your uh, the husband, probably someone. Maybe it's his grandfather. Oh wait, your 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 ex isn't isn't already. It's it's your kid's name. I'm sorry, my bad. What? Henry. Yes. Yeah, we were talking about Artie. No, but my ex has a kid named Henry too. Yes, Henry. That's what we're talking about. I, wait, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. We went from Artie to Henry. Yeah. A lot of Henrys out there in this generation, which is like an old, yeah, yeah, most popular name. Like, yeah. No one was named Henry, like from like nineteen like sixty to like nineteen to like now. <laughs> you know, what I mean? it's kind of crazy how, how it works out. What's what was the most popular name of twenty twenty one? Let's see. Uh, most popular baby names twenty twenty one. Let's see. Number. Okay, so oh wow, um, hasn't really for girls. I feel like it hasn't changed. Yeah, the girls very much or less. Right. So number three, Amelia. Number mm-hmm. two, Emma. Number one, Olivia. Okay. Boys, uh, number three, Oliver. Ugh. My mom wanted to name me that. My dad stopped her. Yeah, your dad was a smart man. Yeah. Uh, Oliver two was like getting your ass kicked as soon as you had the school. Ollie, it's called yeah. Ollie. Terrible. Fuck, man. Yeah. Maybe it'd be tougher though, because I'd have I'd get my ass kicked. I'd, I'd be like a boy name too. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, Noah is number two. Okay. And uh, Liam is number one. So Noah was gonna be the boy's name if uh, my daughter was gonna be a boy. Charlotte, we would have. Yeah. Uh, I think Noah would have been the name. So was Adam? God, no names a kid. Adam is even top fifty. No, God. you won't. You won't see it. probably another Adam for fifty years. Adam is number 52. So you're going to be an old man in a nursing home. And like two generations are going to be like, well, what the hot name is. It's Adam, yeah. which is very, it's a biblical name. Essentially. It is. It's the fucking first man, motherfucker. True, right. Yeah. <laughs> which is funny because you think it would be like a name like John or Joseph that kind of continues. It's, uh, you know, it's level, you know, yeah. but I feel like a lot of people get like these, like these, like, um, these hipsters or like these are uh, like the Gen Z or whatever. Like we're not naming our son a Joseph or John. That's such a generic name. And it's oh, like, God. okay, fine. Yeah. But like most people who are named John or Joseph usually have a grandfather or a father who's also named that. It's like kind of a generational name. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, whatever. For boys, number six is Levi. Like the jeans, huh? Yeah, L E V I. So here's the Charlotte's thing. number six for girls. Yeah, yeah. We and it's funny. My uh, friend Joey P. His uh, sister's kids are Henry and Charlotte, which is coincidentally enough the same names as my kids. So I, should, I don't see Henry on here though. Let me see. 
He was down. It, it was not a highly popular name. It was up there. It was like maybe like 20 something we seen. It was it was yeah. it was in the list. But um, Levi, funny you said that. I knew a kid when I went to elementary school. His name was Levy. And he was some kind of Spanish. I don't know where country. I think he was from like Central America or something like that. But he pronounced his name Levy, L-E-V-I, like jeans. And we used to call him. And the teachers used to mispronounce it all the time. We go, um, at Levi. And he'd be like, ah, it's Levy. And like we'd always be like, ah, Levi, like the jeans. Because you're third, you're in third grade and you're seven years old, and this is what you do. That's what you think is funny, I guess. So I mean, I'm 37. I still think it's funny. So it's like, hey, you mispronounce his name. Hey, what are you do? Bring Camilla. What are we fucking the Sopranos? Nine, oh, that's nine, a big, 19. Yeah, that's yeah. a big Sopranos name. That's someone who Goomba. <laughs> that's someone who grew up watching the Sopranos was like, you know, Camilla would be a good name, you know. Hey, Camilla. Harper, I, number 10 for girls. What, what number? Harper, what? number 10. Yeah. Harper? Yeah. Bad name in the Northeast, though. You don't want a girl. Yeah, name. it's true. <laughs> Harper. Yeah, give Harper. me a Harper. Fucking give me a blowjob, Harper. I'll be fuck yeah. Come on, Harper. Bye, Harper. Harper. Harper me, Harper. Drive <laughs> me, Harper. Come on, Harper. Do it harder, Harper. Harper, uh, Harper. Oh, we call it Hop. Hey, Harper, want to go to the Hoppy for the fucking Celtics game, Harper? Yeah, no, it's I, not bad. I, I don't mind Mia. I don't mind Mia's Mia. Not bad. It's easy. It's three letters. She ain't, she's gonna be able to spell that. Right. Quickly, yeah. You know. There's a lot of names like like Bethany or Bertha will never ever make a comeback. I don't think. There's yeah, a lot of Bertha's out Ethel, there. Mabel. Ethel. Oh, Mabel. Yeah. Betty. Oh, Beatrice. I think Betty's shot for Beatrice, right? A cookie. <laughs> cookie. Yeah. Hey, cookie. That's got to be a nickname. I I feel like there's always some old person named Cookie somewhere. I don't well, know. my mother was like, because we're going to name my daughter Charlotte. She's like, you're going to call her Lottie. And I go, Lottie. And I go, what's that? She goes, that's a nickname for Charlotte. I guess back in the day, that would be it. And it was always funny because my grandparents had a neighbor named Lottie. Mm. And I go, that's a weird name to have. But then when you break it down, like, yeah, it's half a Charlotte. It's Charlotte. When you really break it down, but it's like, it doesn't really make any sense. I'm like, no, I'm not going to call it Lottie. Because all I can think of was that 90-year-old lady lived next to my grandparents. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not happening. I'll call her Shal. Hey, Shal. Or something like that. And she just call me asshole. Daddy, why don't you let me drive the car? Daddy, why don't you like, give me any money? I think Ella's number 14. I think that's stupid. Isn't that just Spanish for she, Ella? Ella. I know, now, I know a, a girl that named their daughter Ella. Um. Yeah, I, I guess it's like I would think it's like Ellen. It's like a cooler version of Ellen. No, but it doesn't it means her in Spanish. That's it. Does it really? Oh, I didn't yeah, know. Her. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, I didn't take Spanish, so I didn't. You know, her. Hey, Ella. Ella. Isn't there an actress, Ella? Maybe. Sure there is. Ella. I don't know. I don't know, man. No one pays attention to Hollywood anymore. I'm just gonna put it out there. Do you know what killed Hollywood? YouTube, TikTok, all those fucking things. Oh, big time. Well, because I mean, it's still uh, COVID, too. But... Which was probably the final nail of the coffin because no one gives a shit what celebrities do anymore. I remember, like, when we were, even when you were, we were younger, there was, like, an aura to them. Like, oh, they lived this, like, you you thought, like, like a Robert De Niro was, like, living this, like, crazy life. But then you, when, like, all the social media stuff came out, you, re- you realize he's just a bore. Yeah. Like, he's a boring individual. And, like, there's no like the, the whole aurora, the aurora of like being a celebrity just disappeared. No one really gives a shit anymore because 
you see this, you see the seven year old is like, well, I don't really give a shit about what, you know, Paris Hilton's doing. I'm just going to make my own YouTube video and twerk and I'm going to get like 10,000 likes. And yeah, there's still a few that slip through that are. But like for the most part, it's definitely smaller. Like you got like people like, you know, it's kind of sad because like like the good actors and stuff like I, I would look at actors like, say, like a George Clooney, right? Or like even a Leonardo DiCaprio. And be like, wow, they're really good actors. Like they really like, like you could see, like they really get in, in, or like a Johnny Depp, they can really like indulge themselves into a character, and like, it's 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 an art form, I guess you say. You look, I'm looking at it more as an art than anything else, right? But yeah. I could really give two shits what they did like on their in their off time. You know what I mean? So like you think people give a shit what you and I do in our off time? No, like no. we could be really good at doing something, like you know and. But like I think people got so obsessed of like their like their life, like they think they live this elaborate life. But like in reality, is like Leonardo DiCaprio can't go to a stop and shop to get like a cotton of eggs. True, but you know what he would do? He used to have like that sex yacht that would just go around Australia. It's also like with a bunch of hot women on it. I guess uh, I can't get eggs at a stop and shop, but I can go bang my supermodels on a yacht. So I'm like, yeah, I I have to take one or the other. I'm never gonna go for the second one, but yeah. When you put it like that, it makes sense. I was I was listening to this like podcast, and this guy was friends of he's like a podcaster, but he's friends of Jennifer Aniston. Like they're like just friends. And um, I forget who Jennifer Aniston was dating at the time, but he was staying over her house, and he goes to the guy that she's dating because he's just an average guy. He's like you know you and I, but he's just friends with him. And he goes, hey, you guys want to go down the street to some dive bar and just grab a beer because he was getting bored at the house. And the guy goes, oh, we don't leave the house. And he's like, what do you mean we don't leave the house? And he's like, well, like, we, we can't go all to places because you get the paparazzi and stuff like this. And the guy's like, well, we're just going to this bar down the street just to grab a beer. What's the big, what's the big deal? And like that, that would bother me, like not be able to do that. Like have to deal with people just to go like to like a dive somewhere. Right. And have to deal with someone like want to take pictures and talk to you all night and stuff. And you just want to chill. Like, I don't mind people talking to me at a bar and having a conversation, but like people talking to you and want to talk to you for the wrong reasons, I guess would probably bother me, I guess. Oh, you know, and that's our show. This is our baseball talk. If you guys are watching on Instagram live, just hit the link in the profile bio area and then you can get to this live stream. We're going to be ending the show momentarily, but you can see the show. In the intranets. Oh, oh my god, coughing up a hairball. <laughs> my dog Nola coughed up a hairball this morning. She sounded like a cat. Oh Jesus! She was like, oh, 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 oh. I, I, I thought she was literally dying, and then I thought she was gonna actually throw something up, and she never threw anything up. But we think she's a cat anyway. She likes to hang out in the sun. She's a weird cat. She's a weird dog. Dog. She's a dog yeah. cat. Like if, they, like, yeah, it's very odd, but. Fucking all right. So this is our first show, 2022. Hope you enjoyed it, uh, Mr. Mallet. Were you, are you plugging anything? You anything going on? Not really. Check, check out the world on potato. I am working on stuff. I, I, I'm going to start filming. I think I'm going to start filming everything at once, and then just put out a video a month. And like that way, I just film everything all at once, and then yeah. edit it, and then just release it. It's just going to be easier that way. I think. I do that sometimes. So the Wicked Explorers, which you can find me on. I'll, well, I'll do like a week's worth of filming like 10 minute videos and then i'll just space them out like a week or a week and a half yeah. like a pot and i'll schedule them that way you don't feel like so obligated and you have a little bit of a buffer to come up with some ideas and you're not just fucking pushing shit through yeah yeah you're, i mean youtube you really just need if you can do a video a week that's pretty good you know yeah i'm just gonna do a month once a month 
once a month if you can get a nice quality one yeah people will subscribe yeah. to wait for a month like i have a bunch of subscribers i do and i get about a video or two a week but it's like i'd rather some quality i'd rather a nice like 15 20 minute video that i can really indulge myself into than a bunch of shit and some garbage like the tim track of videos it's like every day 20 minutes of just some riding roller coasters i'm like yeah, i don't need that yeah but then i watch this guy named steve wallace which is coincidentally my my uncle's name and he spells it the exact same way but he lives this this steve wallace lives in canada and he puts out a video every week every thursday and they're good videos and i watch the entire thing so i'd rather do that so i look forward to his videos nice him tracking not so much yeah but, you know all right cool all right, guys, that would be it. We'll be here next. We have a guest next week. I don't have his He'll name join us. because my computer made things over there, but it'll be our last Wednesday show. And I guess we'll awesome. Thursday after that. So that's good. Stay tuned. Follow us on YouTube, Instagram, uh, Spotify, all the Akuchamon, Facebook, and all that stuff. And then we'll see you guys next week. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. Peace. Bye. All right. See you later, Instagram. Thanks for watching.